Welcome to Highly Questionable. I'm Izzy Gutierrez, keeping Dan's seat really warm, if you know what I mean. <laughs> this is Stu Gatz. He's the reason the studio actually smells bad. That's Amin El Hassan. Amin, what do you like on the show today? Oh, today we're going to be comparing Kawhi Leonard to all the greats. All, all of them. We are. Let's do this. Through one game of the regular season, does Kawhi look like he's a tier above LeBron at this point? Why are you yelling at me? I don't know. <laughs> what I do believe Kawhi looks like is an angry player. And this is not just because he always looks angry, but he was booed pregame on his home court while addressing the crowd. We talked about this yesterday a little bit, about Kawhi being something of a villain in his own hometown. That's going to be a crazy interesting story, especially if he shows all year long that he's better than LeBron James. And yesterday, you saw some of that. The ease with which Kawhi could find his offense. It still felt like it was the NBA Finals version of Kawhi Leonard. You saw LeBron struggling. I'm not going to put too much into that because early on in seasons, LeBron usually has some back tightness. He doesn't really feel like himself. And when you look at this group of Lakers, there's going to be a lot of adjusting that has to happen. He's not going to play point guard all season long. Anthony Davis is probably going to play a lot more center than he even wants to. But this is still Kawhi Leonard City when it comes to basketball. You can tell that already. Without Paul George out there, he dropped 30, an efficient 30. It really looks like Kawhi is the one on a mission this year, I mean. Yeah, it's crazy because I said that he looked the closest I've ever seen to Michael Jordan 1996 to 1998 in terms of the types of shots he got, in terms of the ease with which he was able to get those shots off and how he was always balanced, always with his shoulders squared, always facing the basket. He was doing whatever he wanted from the second quarter on. And I haven't seen anyone do it with that sort of ease and simplicity since Michael Jordan. But the, on the other end of the ledger, we talk about LeBron James. There's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period while they figure out what's the best way to handle it. I'm glad that you said he's not going to run point all year long. Part of this is because LeBron was trying to defer. He was trying to make Anthony Davis feel comfortable as the main scorer. We know that's not going to continue if they keep getting those same kinds of results. So there's a part of this where the Lakers definitely are still a work in progress. But I'll tell you what's not a work in progress. That Clipper defense. Mm. Holy hell, when they turned it on. They were turning the Lakers over, over and over and over again. And now an extra point with Stugat. Tiers are a very interesting thing, and it really depends on which tier you had LeBron at headed into game one of the NBA season. I mean, you had him at a tier that was on the same tier as Michael Jordan, which is patently absurd. Jordan has six rings. LeBron only has three. Of course, Kawhi Leonard is at a different tier right now over LeBron James for one simple reason. LeBron is not winning people championships anymore. He is finding teammates that will help him win championships. Kawhi is winning people championships. He is putting rings on fingers. Those Raptor rings last night, that wasn't because of the Raptors. That was because Kawhi Leonard. He delivered those rings. No one else but Kawhi Leonard. He's winning rings by himself. LeBron is looking for people to help him win the rings. This has been an Extra Point with Stugatz. Oh, wow. So pleasant. It's less like an extra point and more like an 80-yard drive, but still, it, it was very pleasant. It's an extra essay. <laughs> 12 <laughs> plays. Should the Nats be the favorite now after beating Garrett Cole? It's hard to go from the biggest favorite since 2007 in a World Series to being not the favorite after one game. 
But man, when you get to Garrett Cole, it's got to make you nervous. The guy hadn't lost a start since July. And if you're going to lose your first start since July in game one of the World Series, not an ideal time to do it. If nothing else, it puts a lot of pressure on these Astros. And you go into game two thinking, yeah, I've got Justin Verlander on the hill. We should be fine. But you're facing Steven Strasburg, who has been great in the postseason, especially lately. And Verlander, since his first game of the postseason, not so great. I don't know if the Nats are favorites. That Houston lineup is a killer, one through nine. And I don't know after Strasburg how that Nationals pitching staff can really handle it over the course of the next few games. But you go into this game feeling really good after beating Garrett Cole. And if you can go up 2 nothing after Cole and Verlander, man, you're in a great shape. Yeah, a lot of confidence coming from the Nationals. Juan Soto collecting his third pelt of the postseason. Remember, he had a game winner off a hater. He had a game-tying hit off of Kershaw, and now a game-tying hit off of Garrett Cole. But let's just put in perspective what Soto did by hitting off of Cole. In 169 innings since May 22nd, Garrett Cole's allowed hitters to bat 166. So what Soto was able to do was break through something that's pretty impregnable. But the reality is this. That's not the last time they're going to see Garrett Cole in this series. It was one win. It's a huge win, but they still have to put together another one and another one and then a fourth one before we can say that they're going to be champs. And now an ESPN extra point with me. We got another brand As interesting as this series is, I would rather watch Bryce Harper watching this series than actually watching the series itself. That would be great, like a Bryce cam to see just how enraged and jealous Bryce Harper is at the fact that all his former teammates, all his former friends, I guess they're his current friends as well, although I'm doubting that, uh, that they're now in the World Series after Bryce left. You know what that's called? It's called addition by subtraction. You know what else? There are not enough $100 bills in Bryce's wallet to wipe all those tears away. I am guessing if you had a camera on Bryce Garber, he is insanely jealous, emotional, and crying watching his teammates three games away from winning a World Series. This has been an ESPN Extra Point with Stugatz. I think this is really working, guys. (laughs) (laughs) No. Extra points. (laughs) You make your point, you make your point, I throw it an extra (laughs) point. Working. More impressive from the Raptors last night. Their rings... Or their win. Well, those rings were amazing. They were flat beautiful. I don't usually love these championship rings. I really like this one as gaudy as it was. But I think the Raptors kind of deserved better, frankly. You've got this moment, right? You've won one of the most unlikely championships in NBA history, right? And you're getting your rings without Kawhi Leonard there, of course. No Zion Williamson to bring extra attention to the game. It's against a World Series game. It felt like nobody actually watched that. So I'm going to go ahead and say that their win was more impressive because, I mean, if you look at this actual team, uh, yeah, you eliminate Kawhi Leonard, but the rest of that team's still really good. Pascal Siakam improving, Fred Van Vliet continuing to improve. In the Eastern Conference, they're still a playoff team. They're going to have to decide if they want to build and try to be more or sell off some of those pieces and really just try to build around Siakam altogether. But the Toronto Raptors, while their rings brought all the attention, their actual game, pretty good. Speak for yourself. I was watching presumptive 2020 Rookie of the Year, Niccolo Melli, pull up buckets on the Raptors. But, yeah, the, the win was not that impressive because they were playing against a New Orleans team that is, A, missing its star, and B, incredibly young, and C, also trying to come together and find themselves. And what impressed me about the win was the Raptors' ability in the clutch to make the right decisions and to execute. But over the long haul, I have concerns on how good this Raptors team can be, even in an Eastern Conference, because I don't know about their depth beyond Siakam and Van Vliet 
and Kyle Lowry, they don't have a whole lot of depth on that roster. Ibaka and Gasol were largely forgettable last night, and they're going to have to win more games this year using their wits and guile rather than just having talent to beat teams out. And now an ESPN extra point. Another one? With me, Stu like it. It was one game out of 82, the opening game. The Raptors, who have been bounced out of the playoffs with that same dreadful backcourt of Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. Years upon years, four years in a row, they were bounced out of the playoffs. And then Kawhi Leonard comes in. As interesting as that game was, I would have liked to have a camera on Kawhi Leonard, okay? I would have rather watched Kawhi Leonard watching the Raptors get their rings last night because Kawhi must be saying to themselves, hey, that's not the team that won the title last year. That team, it's right here. It's me. It's in L.A. And he must have been laughing at the entire roster. Hey, those guys didn't win anything. I won them everything. That's an ESPN extra point with me, Stugatz. Now I hate it. Well, I love it. It was great. <laughs> Did Tom Brady's comments this morning make you think he could leave the Patriots? Well, on Monday night, Adam Schefter sort of put the pieces together, said, hey, Tom Brady's house is up for sale, his trainer's house is up for sale, his contract is up at the end of the year, and said all of these things are happening for a reason. There's a possibility Tom Brady could leave the Patriots after this year. Tom, on WEEI, countered. I don't know what the future holds, and the great part is, for me, football at this point is all borrowed time. I mean, I never expected to play 20 years. One day I'll wake up and I feel like, okay, that, that'll be enough. And when that day comes, that day comes. And I don't know if it'll be at the, after this year. You know, I don't know if it'll be five years from now. But I don't have to determine those things right now either. So that's, that's kind of a good part where I'm at. So I think just take advantage of the opportunity that I have this year and do the very best I could do and then you know, those decisions come at, you know, probably more appropriate times. I would call it a soft denial, but it's not even that. It's not even a denial. If Shefty puts the pieces together for you and goes on national television and says it, there's got to be something to it, right? I mean, well, especially because Shefty said it first, and this was Tom Brady's opportunity to completely dismiss it to say, hey, I'm happy here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to retire at Patriot. He did none of those things. Imagine Izzy, if Tim Duncan, after winning the title in 2014, then said, I don't know, I'm a free agent at the end of the year, I might go somewhere else. Who knows what the future might hold. It would have been really easy for him to say, I can't see myself wearing another jersey other than the Patriots. Now, whether that ends after this year or ends five years from now is a completely different question. But the fact that he left the door open for him to be somewhere else, the fact that he did not dismiss unequivocally what Adam Schefter said, I think that means there's a little bit smoke there and there may be a little bit fire. I've got the Rams number one, the Cowboys number two. Got to go to the Jets, man, just to <laughs> stick it to them hard. Maybe the Broncos number three. <laughs> Time now for another ESPN oh, wow. extra point with me, Stu God. I would have loved to have a camera on no, Bill no, Belichick. No, 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 Coming up next on my son Stevie show. Whatever it is, it's about two football fields long. Oh boy! I mean, that's, that's a heat. Get out! Oh man! Wow! Old school what? Devil Rays jersey. <laughs> I mean, that's the one that makes me most upset. Like, get out of here get with that! Yeah. <laughs> He's kicking field goals. Oh, that's Whoa! Is football even his best sports? Okay, this is where it gets unfair. <laughs> well, no. I mean, those are all impressive. He picked up one other sport recently. Here's him what? bowling. 
Time to play the game that just realized the Knicks have a better record than the Lakers. Do you question? You give us topics and events, and we question them. By the way, the Knicks are somehow still in last place in the division. <laughs> Do you question if LeBron actually knows what Kawhi was thinking? Well, not a whole lot of people know what Kawhi's thinking because it's hard to get any words out of them. So if you want to frustrate someone, you should ask them what Kawhi's thinking, and a reporter did that to LeBron James. What do you think Sway's the decision for him? Man, how, how the hell can I answer that? I don't, <laughs> know. I don't know. I don't know. Ask Kawhi. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. I'm happy, though. Ask Kawhi. I have no idea what weighed the decision. I love LeBron when he wears the cap on his head. He turns into a different personality there. But, of course, stop asking him about Kawhi. Everybody knows he's upset about Kawhi. The Lakers got jobbed because Kawhi decided to wait so long and they couldn't sign somebody else. Yeah, if he had a little bubble thought over his head, he'd say bleep Kawhi from now till the end of time. It must be so frustrating being LeBron James. People are asking you all the time what people are thinking, and you got to have an answer for everything. But guess what? I think he does know what Kawhi's thinking. He knows what's way Kawhi, and he's holding it as a grudge, and that's what's going to propel the Lakers above the Clippers this season. Maybe. Possibly. Not really. That's the way he should have responded to the question about Daryl Morey. How am I supposed to know what the hell he's thinking? Ouch. That's too soon. He would have looked way better. <laughs> Do you question if this further elevates OBJ as an all-around athlete? Well, I never question world-class athletes when they dip their toe in other sports. Why? Because they're world-class athletes that could probably do anything. Here's OBJ doing a lot of other sports that we've seen him. I mean, here he is throwing a football, which is, I mean, oh, whatever it is, it's about two football fields long. Oh, boy. I mean, that's, that's a, heat. Get out. Oh, man. Wow. Old school Devil Rays jersey. <laughs> I mean, that's the one that makes me most upset. Like, get out of here <laughs> with that. Is football even his best sports? Okay, this is where it gets unfair. <laughs> well, no. I mean, those are all impressive. He picked up one other sport recently. Here's him what? bowling. And here's a little note on this. I mean, look at this. First of all. A strike. Come on. First, Wait, first on. ball strike. He no just picked way. this up recently. No, no, I mean. no. Just picked it up recently and bowled the 250. He got the spin where it goes to the side and then yes. it comes back into the middle With and everything. Absolutely no form in sneakers. He's in Air Force Ones. <laughs> By the way, biggest racket going bowling shoes. There's no marking. If you Don't wear regular get sneakers. Him started. <laughs> Shut up. They just they want to take your money. Stop it, bowling alleys. We caught up. You guys know why he likes bowling so much, right? Because Baker Mayfield doesn't have to throw him the ball. <laughs> Individual sport. <laughs> Just trying to find something else to keep him busy. Do you question if the kicker choked? I'm assuming here we're going to a Chicago Bears game. Oh, no, no, I'm told it's a high school game, a high school game. Did this kicker choke? All right. And I can't... Oh. Nope. Wow. Nope. Wait a second. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Hold on. That's look at the sport. look at the flags. Look at the flags pointing in the opposite direction and no, not moving. Man. Why are yeah. you even going for a field goal under these conditions, coach? What was that? The trajectory of the ball was like a acute angle, and then all of a sudden it just went up in the air and came back down. That is some crazy wind. I got to tell you, I got a problem with the defense of the special teams. Not having someone, knowing the wind, knowing the weather, not having someone in the end zone to catch that ball and take it back the other way like Auburn did against Alabama. You know what? What? He's right. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, how about that? Coming up next on my son, Stevie Shaw. On the final 24-7 college football, Washington State's vaunted air raid passing attack. The more space you attack with the more people, the better your chances are. 
Despite an uneven season, Mike Leach's offense continues to excite. First question, who is the better player, Stephen Curry or Russell Westbrook? <laughs> Highly questionable is broadcast from the Clevelander Hotel on beautiful South Beach, Miami. Time to play the game that can seduce America with one look. See or no? That wasn't the look. You tell us what to watch on TV tonight, we'll tell you if we're intrigued. The look does not exist anywhere here. Sexy. Tonight on HBO, 24-7 college football. Oh, well, of course, this is the last of four installments on this one. This time, it's Mike Leach and Washington State. Mike Leach is always interesting. What do we got here? On the final 24-7 college football, Washington State's vaunted air raid passing attack. The more space you attack with more people, the better your chances are. Despite an uneven season, Mike Leach's offense continues to excite. But their defense will need to step up against Pac-12 rival Colorado. Make sure we start fast and finish fast. The words Pac-12 rival Colorado don't really do it for me, but the rest of it does. How about you, Amin? Are you intrigued? Uh, I won't lie. I didn't see a single interesting thing in that whole clip. I thought he was going to say something funny. Mike Leach is such a funny guy. I thought for sure, oh, man, here it comes, a big punchline, but no. I'm saving it for the show, Amin. How about you, Stu? You intrigued? See, I'm intrigued. I got to tell you, I watched a couple of these, and no one does it better than HBO. I watched the Gators. I watched Penn State. They were both fantastic, and I would go 24-7 on Mike Leach alone. But they're not doing that, so this is the next best thing. I am in on this, definitely. Tonight at 8 p.m., Timberwolves and Nets. Well, of course, but it's way too early in the season to break down the point guard matchup between these two teams. So let's go to Serge Ibaka and Kevin Durant in one of the favorite shows ever, How Hungry Are You? First question, who is the better player, Stephen Curry or Russell Westbrook? Stephen Curry. Why do you think Stephen Curry is a better is a better player than Russell Westbrook? Because he can shoot better. Okay, that makes sense. Wow, Whoa. he actually answered the question. Russell is going to be so mad. I mean, are you intrigued? <laughs> I am intrigued. And by the way, Kevin Durant seems to be really good at interviews or any kind of media interaction that is not a scrum or a formal NBA media session. So I propose from now on just to have him eat exotic foods before you ask him a question. By the way, if we would have let that roll, we would have seen the meeting. A snake. How about you, Stu? Are you intrigued? Uh, no, I'm not intrigued, but I would be intrigued if there was a camera on the entire city of Boston and they were watching Kyrie Irving ruin yet another NBA team. What happened? That's all the time we have for today. Thanks to everyone for watching. This has been Highly Questionable with Stu Gatz. I liked it better when he couldn't talk yesterday. <laughs> Please tell me he's not coming back. Please. Please. Have I? I don't know. I hope so. You know what? I would love to have a camera on Poppy as he's watching today's episode. Today's masterful performance by me as I sit in his chair. Oh, I would love to pay top dollar for that. Oh, God. Poppy cam.